This program is a proud member of Univaz. Unified, unique voices. Learn more at univazpods.net. Talk About Gay Sex is sponsored by Rev, dedicated to helping men have more sex, better sex, and healthier sex. For more information, go to revformen.com. That's revformen.com. Hey, what's going on? It's Steve Rodriguez of Talk About Gay Sex, host letting you know that we will be live tomorrow night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on our Facebook page. Go to facebook.com forward slash talkaboutgaysex and join us live. Be sure and tweet, post all of your questions also on Instagram with the hashtag tags podcast. It's hashtag tags podcast and we will get to all of your questions, comments, and shout outs. And if you are in New York City, join us live at Rebar. We'll be live at Rebar at 225 West 19th Street in Chelsea between 7th and 8th Avenue and come for the pre-party at 6.30 p.m. and stay for the post and meet all my panel. My two co-hosts, Jeremy Ross Lopez and Steve Carpenter, will be right by my side along with our very special guests who will be talking about transgender and the sexuality related to all of it. I'm so excited. Join us live 7.30 p.m. Wednesday, December 13th on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash talkaboutgaysex. Be sure and tweet and post on Instagram and Facebook all of your questions, comments, and shoutouts at talkaboutgaysex with the hashtag tags podcast. And once again, join us at Rebar. If you happen to be in New York, come for cocktails by our special sponsors, Hedadura and Jack Daniels. We'll see you tomorrow. What's going on? You are listening to and watching today talk about gay sex. I'm your host, Steve Rodriguez. We are here at the as always, not always, but I'm here with Carpenter, Steve Carpenter. Hello. How are you? I'm I'm good. How are you doing? Good. Sidekick. We had a, um, a fun, um, our Christmas came early for us. Oh yeah, your party was yeah, I do this Christmas <laughs> party. party. Keeps getting bigger and bigger. Um, maybe I'll open it up at some bigger point. And, and better too. This year was just. I mean, last year was a lot of fun, but this yeah. one, this year was just even, even right. better. It just it worked really well. Exactly, and it's a leather Christmas party. So, it, imagine how naughty we get. We put emphasis mm, on the naughty. A little bit, Who's yes. Been naughty. Yes, I still so have a bag of floggers I got to take home. So. Hey, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we put a few pictures on our Instagram yes. there. But I want to get into today's episode because they are here. We are here with the Adonis Lounge. And um, to our left over here is Tim. Tim, I don't even know your last name, but does it matter? I mean, it doesn't matter that much. Everyone just calls me Tim Adonis. Tim Adonis. I mean, Tim yeah, Adonis. I like that. My last name is actually De Turiaga, Spanish. 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 Yeah, people don't people think I'm some big white boy. But yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. My father's a little Spaniard. Okay. Nice. That doesn't nice. know what I do. I, <laughs> he does it? No, he has no idea. Okay, we're going to get into that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Next to you is one of your dancers who dances um, for you. Yeah, this is, this is Ethan. Some people call him Easy Ethan because he's easy on the eyes. He is. That's a good, I like that tagline. How are you, Are you, you sure that's how we got the name? I'm great. That's, that's what they say. Okay. Cool, cool. You were telling us offline, Ethan, that you're in school right now? I am in school, yes. Cool, cool. And um, I'm assuming, well, we'll get more into um, working to probably pay for school, I'm sure. That would be correct. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll get all into it. But you, Tim, have celebrated seven years of 
the Adonis Lounge, correct? More than that. Actually, this is the start of our ninth year in New York City. Wow. We we celebrate the eight-year anniversary in October. Wow, that's awesome. awesome. Yeah, it's pretty, it's kind of surreal, actually, to to be be honest, and kind of take a step back. That's really hard to do in New York, especially. Yeah. New York is not an easy market for anything. Yeah. Even sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know, I've seen many parties come and go over that time. Right, 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 right. Clubs shut down, bars shut down. The city's changed a lot since I've been... So oh, I've been working in this, you know, in this yeah, world. Yeah, it's changed drastically. Sure. Exactly. So, Kermit, what mic are you on? I just want to turn yours up a little bit. Um, what am I on? I think I'm on. Is, is it three? Okay. 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 We are good. So many technicalities with this live streaming mm-hmm. stuff. But um, so you started in Brooklyn, right? Just we did. We started in Greenpoint, Brooklyn, wow. Catholic Polish Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, we we literally had to like black out the windows and people didn't know it wasn't even a gay bar that we started in but I you know I convinced this straight place to let me take one night per week and we did a small little event and it was it was small you know I would have a successful night would be 20 customers and maybe five or six dancers and mm. of those 20 customers they were basically just like my customers you know, that, that they were loyal to me so that was it was very small and nice. for people that aren't familiar with the Adonis Lounge it's um it's you come into various locations um, with strippers, dancers. They do a performance in a lot of the the night, and then they there's lap dances in the back that people can do, and then sometimes champagne rooms. Is that kind of sure? The the performance part is questionable. I would okay. know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, is that uh, big quotes on that? Yeah, if yeah. you're coming looking for a performance, you're probably going to be disappointed. Yeah, stick to Broadway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but Off Broadway. <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay. essentially, essentially, it's a it's a mock gay male strip club. I mean, that that's the best way. And so, so you come around. to Ogle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, I always tell people if, if you've ever been to a straight club for some reason where women dance for men, it's the exact same format that you would see there. Okay. We, we've just transformed it, you know, so the dancers are male and our customers are male. You know what's great is that we did a show on like wild sex tales where you could go back in like the 70s, 80s, and there right. were so many spots. There was a place actually called. Adonis, right, Carpenter? There was the Adonis Theater, yeah. I've seen, I've seen the picture. Was, I've actually yeah. seen the picture, yeah. Yeah. And then that sort of died down, obviously, with a lot of Giuliani's rules, <clears throat> and it just right. f- fizzled out. And what I love about what you brought is sort of this, a little bit of that old school mentality of just good old fun when you go out with strippers, but in a pop-up kind of format, right? Yeah. yeah. I always say, it's, you know, we sell classy trash. I mean, that's what classy it is. Trash. We try like to present that. it in the... In the <laughs> Classiest packaging we can, but at the end of the day, it's just you know, it's just good old New York fun, kind of, kind of that throwback. And it's you good. and your brother, right? Who yeah, runs sort of the LA. You have your. Well, tell what cities you're in. Sure. So currently, we we operate in Manhattan. We're in Manhattan, New York City. Then also Los Angeles and Palm Springs. Got it. Cool. So, so we're in three cities. I was I was in Vegas for for about a year as well. But Vegas that was, is hard. Vegas is a very hard city. People don't realize it's a very yeah. conservative. I'd, I'd say oh, almost. Yeah. I'd say it almost borders on anti-gay. To be honest with you. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would yeah. agree with you at yeah. times. Yeah, and then nothing seems to last. There's been promoters that have gone in there and done like parties, and then the next time you look it up, it's gone. Yeah. The the hardest thing with each city is that every every city, every jurisdiction, even every just smaller area they all have separate different laws and regulations so anytime you go somewhere it's not it's not uniform you have to kind of do your due diligence and see what the actual mm-hmm. laws are for each particular city and right. Vegas is a nightmare they want all kinds of permits and licensing and all the rest yeah. of it so yeah. Yeah. the notion that anything goes in <clears throat> Vegas as far as far from the truth well I was going to get more into that later but we should just talk I mean speaking of that and all the rules and regulations and for something that you're embarking on or sure. been doing 
has got to be challenging here in the city. I know you've done a naked night too, right? Yeah, Before, we, that's we do. Been a little rocky at times getting started. So yeah. What is what is the naked night? Explain what that is. Uh, I mean, okay, so so during the the weekly events that we do, and we have I've got events every every night, and we we do operate in different locations. And mm-hmm. over over the last nine years, I've probably been in a dozen different locations, literally. You know, sometimes by choice, sometimes not by choice. I mean, I've mm-hmm. I've moved I've moved parties. I've been kicked out of venues. I've showed up to venues where the doors were locked, wow. where the owners weren't paying their rent, like anything you could imagine. So just just locating, yeah, <laughs> yeah just finding locations hard enough. Mm-hmm. But uh, so during during the weekly events, the boys are in their underwear. So you know they'll dance on stage and they give lap dances. Mm-hmm. But nudity is not allowed. You can't have nudity and alcohol in New York City. It's a law. So okay. whether it's gay or straight, you can't have both. Right. Which is kind of lame. You know, to lame. think in New York City, you know, you, yeah, you think that yeah. that anything would go, or some at least you be able to have it. Some of those Puritan laws are still in the books. Yeah. So. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I had the idea many years ago, because I danced, I danced for 10 years, and I worked all okay. over the country. So I had the benefit of working in a bunch of different clubs. I worked in Atlanta, Florida, I worked on the West Coast, and I worked in New York, New Jersey, Philly, mm-hmm. all that stuff. And I worked in clubs that were nude. So for, for example, in Atlanta, they, have, they, allow, they allow nudity with liquor. Mm-hmm. So it's really okay. not that big a deal, but you can't have that in New York. So I said, well, how, how can we bring naked boys to New York without mm-hmm. getting in trouble? So. Many years ago, I started, I kind of did it underground, and it was a smaller type thing. So I was serving alcohol, which you're not allowed to do, and, and you know, I had the naked guys you know, mm-hmm. for lap dances, all the rest of it. But that party kind of grew and kind of took on, took on a life of its own. And before, before I knew it, it was, it was really something special. Like, it, it's kind of, people look back on it like, oh, my God, like, that, it, was, it was nuts. Like, we, we had 250 customers, wow. 50 dancers, and people were literally flying in from all over the country for it. Wow. Because nothing existed, <laughs> oh, but it, yeah. like like all good things, it got too big. Right. And, and I did get in trouble. I got in trouble, you know, for the alcohol part of it. Right. Right. And so that party got put on hold for a couple of years, but then I figured, you know, a lot of people were asking for it. So I said, okay, we, we have to play by the rules now, which we do. So now, now we have the naked night, but there's no alcohol. You can't, I right. can't serve alcohol there, mm-hmm. but you can bring your own. So you could bring your own booze, Right. And I could serve but you're not it to you. selling it. I just so. can't sell it there. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. So, so you get so you get around the law, but yeah, yeah. people it, can still have a good time. Absolutely. Yeah. Great. So I mean, you know, if you if you want to see the naked boys, you have the naked boys, and you could still bring your bottle or booze or whatever else. So it's it's fun. It, it, it's maybe not as as risque as the older parties, but it's still a good time. Do you dance at the naked parties, Ethan? I do dance at the naked parties. Yes. So what's that like? Um, like walk us through. I mean, is it just you walking around and fully naked and people are just mingling with you or what goes on? I guess it depends on your personality type as a dancer. Um, We're all fully naked, but there are dancers who approach customers and there's customers who approach dancers. Okay, got it. Um, I separate the dancers into the physical and then there's the emotional dancers oh wow okay so this is getting very deep hold on he's got this all analyzed i like this i'm curious i like uh, it (laughs) the physical dancers you'll find are more aggressive they have less um they don't speak much and when they they just go up to a customer and they grab them by the hand and the some customers like that they like that uh thought of like the rough unknown but then some customers are turned off by that because they're more of on a emotional they want to know the dancer mm-hmm. so like there are bigger buffer guys usually who are the aggressive dancers right. where I'm more of an emotional dancer um, 
I usually have a long conversation with the customer beforehand. I love that. See, I'm definitely an emotional, I go for the emotional mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. dancers yeah. when I go to strip bars, only because I've been at, not yours, um, but other <laughs> um, places here. You and I went um, to a place on Thursday nights here in town. And Did we? We No sooner had we gone downstairs and... I, I think I oh, yes, yes, yes. glanced at a dancer, like glanced oh, yeah. at that it. That was funny. And that glance happened to, like, he stormed he came, over. He, was he came big across guy, the room. Basically. Grabbed yeah. my hand and yanked me back into the back room. And I was like, whoa. Right, in like, mid-conversation. I How barely rude. got my drink. I just, <laughs> I wasn't even looking at him yet. I didn't even decide. And it was a little too aggressive for me. You know, maybe, to your point, people like that. And it worked. Some do. And also, personally, I... I've tried to be the aggressive dancer. I just really can't. Um, I, like, myself, I know I sexually get off through, like, a mental attraction as well. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, and if you know, if the customer knows the dancer and the dancer knows the customer, you can become more intimate within, like, dances and conversations in the champagne rooms because you know what they're looking for and they know who you are and you mm-hmm. can connect deeper. And right. it just, if you go in there just blind it can actually uh, just be this blah, basically. Right. Yeah. And I like, like how yeah, you broke like, it down into those two that's different... That's interesting. You that's would really probably agree a little bit when you used to dance. I used to dance back in the day, and I can yeah. remember the more personal interaction you had with you know, people that were there at the bar, the more they were going to tip you more versus just, you know, I'm sure there's dancers, maybe not in stripper land, but like go-go world where... There's kind of attitude and, right. you know, right. they're just, are they there or are they not there? And I just think mm-hmm. the more personal connection you can give somebody, the tip bigger the tips you'll get. Right? I, I would agree. I mean, I think I think Ethan brought up some great points. But also to the, to the point you made about, about attending an event, I think to be fair to all the events in New York City, I mean, it's just, it's kind of the nature of the business. If you walk into any event, you could you could have that same experience at my club or any club. You know, Probably, to, to be yeah. honest with you, there's... You know, if you get 20, 30, 40 guys, oh, which yeah. sometimes you have that, you're going to have, you know, some of the, some of the people are just more aggressive or that's just kind of their their game or whatever else. Yeah, and it, right. it's, it's hard it's hard to police that. And I don't, know, I don't know that you would want to because some people, like you said, they there are some people that. that. Some people are so enjoy that, like, that they, they do enjoy. But it is, it is a fine line, you know, yeah. between getting dragged I mean, do you give somewhere. any, like with the new dancer, when you bring them on board, do you, do you give them any, like, tips or, hey... I, or just do your thing, and is it more basic? <laughs> Ethan shaking his you head. Know, he's no. shaking his head over like, there. Like, no. Oh, okay, no. so, I mean, maybe, <laughs> I mean, I think I... Don't kill anyone in the back room, yeah, maybe, I mean, and, yeah. I'd, I'd like to think I'm pretty easygoing, easy to work for. Tim right? is very easy to go uh, to work with. Uh, he's very kind. When it came to tips, no, but he, if I needed anything, he was there for me. So it, it's less of he, he's not very forward forward with the advice. You have right. to ask for the advice. Okay, got yeah. it. I kind of like each guy to, to feel things out, and I don't I don't want to tell people how they should act or whatever. Because it really, it's especially for the first time a guy, a guy comes to the club, it can be an overwhelming experience. Mm-hmm. I kind of yeah. want them to take it all in. And, well, and it lets them develop their own their own not I want personality, yeah, but, their but their own but their own yeah, method exactly, yeah. which is what makes would make it very special because if, if everyone has the same pattern, then sure. it's not gonna exactly. Work. What works yeah. for um, Ethan, you know, that may not work for another guy. So I found there's like give universal advice. a lot of fetishes. Uh, oh. I've actually discovered a lot of different types of fetishes and personalities just by working with Tim. That's interesting. Can fetishes you that you never knew about before. Ones that well, I've he means never known with you personally. 
<laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, so, like, there's a lot that I knew existed, but just never interacted with. So, I've met people who are into humiliation. I've met people who are into just the rough dominant. I've met people who didn't want to have sex at all. They Their personal, like, intimacy was conversation. Right. And it was even, like, I, I had known a gentleman for a couple months, and he still wouldn't go into the back room with me. I'd ask him, and he said no. He just wanted to have conversation. But yet, he'd still tip me the same amount as if we were going back into a lap dance. Well, now, wow. And obviously, there's only so much you can do in one of the lap dance rooms. So There is. So, do you find that sometimes a lot of these clients like want to take it off premises or like privates and so forth? Or um, is that... I've actually found there's a couple, but the clientele that I usually uh, interact with and come back for me or text me or like are a part of me, um, they don't because I've developed this like uh, I, I've developed a certain clientele that doesn't want that. Right. They don't. They don't. They respect they don't, you. Yeah. They have a. They they actually are a lot more respectful than I could ever imagine. They they like the um, like they take me to dinner. They like the they like the talks. They like the uh, the more developed the uh, companionship. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, yeah. I could relate to that. I feel like everyone's looking for a different experience. And right. Yeah. Ethan Ethan's a cut above the rest. I have to say that he really is. I he's, can he's, tell. Yeah. He's a great looking guy. He's polite. He's kind. He's articulate. So he, he is. He's going to attract yeah. a different yeah. type of person that that's after a different type of experience. But. Don't get me wrong. Those, uh, I'm definitely a fan of those big, buff, aggressive boys. Uh, that's that's part of the, the benefits of the job is I get to like be, be around them. Yeah, I ogle uh, and stare a couple times. Well, yeah. that was another well, question. Why I had. wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. right. You're I mean, human. <laughs> of course, I was you going to ask. Um, do you do you find that all you dancers like on any given night? How many dancers are? It could be any anywhere from. 15 to literally over 40 sometimes. Okay, really depending so there's a on lot of you guys. Wow. Yeah. I mean, do you guys talk? I mean, obviously we're changing. Is, are people... Lots of circle jerks. Lots of circle lots jerks? Of circle jerks. <laughs> yeah, it just happens. Yeah. Seriously? You know, lots of massages, back Really? Rooms. No, not really. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> that's what everybody thinks. That's everyone's fantasies, right? It would that's be, what yeah. everyone yeah. thinks. just hook up and jerk each other Well, off, with that right. amount of dancers... Yeah, he's yeah. getting all... I really? <laughs> no, I'm always about the backstage. He's ready to unretire. I love backstage. Yes, exactly. Yeah, um... I, I I do see a couple backstage things um, between a couple dancers, but it's not like the whole company of dancers. Sure, sure. And I know a couple friends that dance that, you know, now with your phone, obviously you can get porn on there. And if you're trying mm -hmm. to fluff up, you can mm -hmm. do your own little fluff up experience moment. And I'm sure that's going on as and well. And I personally... Um, Ethan just looks at me. And then he's oh, going to so, go... Yeah, it's, like, ever it's automatic. Since I, like, automatic. Automatic, yeah. I met Tim... And I had a huge crush on Tim the first time. I well, met him. I mean, he, it's he's the smile, big, yeah. But then he got to know me, get to, got to know me, and that was it. Then yeah, it was, it was yeah, he became the boss. <laughs> yeah. But no, the um, mean boss, the, the mean, mean boss. boss, the mean boss. I yeah. honestly, I'll say hello, and I'll have a small conversation with dancers, but I really don't get into like uh, deep conversations with them. Right. It's kind of just like a, I'm here, yeah. to do something. And I'm not here. That that thing isn't to talk to you. Yeah, and the last thing you want to talk mm -hmm. about is politics, right? And your yeah, underwear, yeah. and everyone should make money. Yeah, and, if, yeah. if I'm there to talk about politics and stuff like <laughs> yeah. that, it's with a customer. Yeah, there you go. Right. Yeah, I'm. I'm. 
well, personally, the reason I started dancing was sort of a fetish of my own. I have like an objectification fetish. Oh, so okay. Like, um, what, like what's that I, called? That or uh, meaning that he he like he likes to be a, the object. Or, yeah, yeah he likes be, to be the object the object of of uh, you know affection. Affection, desire. Yes. Mm-hmm. Isn't that an exhibitionist? Uh, yes and no. I also like exhibitions, so okay. I guess it kind of. I guess they're, like, yeah. they're a little bit different. It's two it's sides of the same coin. Right. Yeah. Well, one you want to be adorned, sure. sort of, and for a dancer, like it it's all. a great quality to have. It is. I mean, if it you're trying to be a doctor is. or a lawyer, it's probably not the best thing you want. Mm, no. You know, for a dancer, sure. It's and, actually quite interesting because I went in with the exhibition fetish to like be like I like the thought of like almost like a, just people like not like use, using my body in a sense that I've worked on but it actually turned into they don't even like my mind is more like they like to talk to me I find that so interesting that like mm-hmm. yeah yes my body is there and some of them do like it but a lot of the like customers who I make uh, good connections with are mostly well, after like, and again I can relate to that mm-hmm. again because I think sometimes when you know when I go into places like this I'm assuming everyone wants all these dancers so if I'm going to choose somebody to go into the back room whatever or for a lap dance I want to know that I'm somewhat special and not just a number like mm-hmm. you know yeah. number 26 of, so I want to connect a little bit with whoever I go back and, and as long as you know why. that I don't remember names well, no, I'm not, and names don't matter to me I don't remember yeah. I remember your face <laughs> yeah if you I'm come in ta- next time to ask me what your name is, yeah. you're about to be disappointed. Yeah, yeah I'm but sorry. I'm just talking about the like same that way. initial time, you know, that's, when you that's, go back. That's exactly right. I mean, everyone everyone's there for a different experience. Yeah. Right. So I think the, the more seasoned dancers or the more emotionally intelligent, they're able to cue in on that. So you might you might want that experience exactly. to feel yeah. special for a second. Right. So I'm going to talk to you and have a good conversation, put my arm around you. And the next guy might want the exact opposite. He just might want me to grab him by the neck you know, until he's a piece of shit and to get in the back room. Ooh, so, you know, the good guys, you could pick up on that and you know, you know, because if you... If you Is fly, that turning you on, Ethan, over there? <laughs> I've actually dealt with that. Oh, wow. Um, there, was a, there was a customer who asked me to, like, throw him around. Wow. And okay. I tried, but I just... Couldn't go there, I just, yeah. Like, I couldn't go it, as, it, as deep in, like... I couldn't go into as deep as the four plays he wanted. Right. To so, really own it. It was just I, not your personality. Yeah, it just wasn't like, it wasn't, I couldn't, well, he, he was the humiliation one. He wanted some oh, things cool. that I just couldn't offer. And so um, I actually recommended a different dancer. That one's a hard one. The, humi- like, the humiliation, it bothers me a little bit. It bothers me too. And you have to, people that do it, mm-hmm. like I know, like you have to own it, right? Like, and, yeah. you know, and that. I can't yeah. do that either. I, I used to get a lot of those. That was I, I feel like I think it's cool. Like yeah. if you if you're into it and someone else is into it, like I'm not against it. I just personally I can't it There's other it, people dancing. Like I feel there. like I'm like hurt like I don't know. You're not gonna live up to what I, I, they I want I want them to fully enjoy their experience and I just know that I can't give it to them. Right. That's fair. Yeah. But but that's but that's really good too because you can tell them. That's not in my yeah, persona, like you, but I know somebody who exactly, can give you what you want. Exactly. So he's, he's a team player, which is good. It's good. Oh, but that's it makes, good. That he's, he's, you know, if you come there and he can't provide that, he'll, he'll pass on to somebody else. He's a team yeah. player. Yeah. 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 I like that. But you but, find that there are different ar- archetypes, and people are looking for certain things. Right. So like I, I used to get customers like that a lot when I was dancing. You know, I'm, I'm six two, two hundred twenty pounds. So 
people see me, they think just this big, I mind aggressive that. guy. So, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I would get a lot of people that were into that. So that, that was something naturally. Yeah. yeah, I know, right? <laughs> He's blushing. He talks about his boss I'm and he glad blushes. We're, we're videoing. <laughs> yeah. Get the full effect. What, there's got to be some horror story customers that you've had personally, Ethan, that, you know, something just either they were drunk or were out of line or... Um, and at the same... And I the say The thing this, is, is I'm... I'm not fully, um, in, like, enveloped in just being, like, on a hustle. So if a, if a uh, customer gets a little too, like, into the horror storyline... Um, I'm usually good at being like, oh, sorry, you lose, and just like walking right. away. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's great. One time, I actually, he caught me off guard. Uh, he struck me. Oh, Ooh. wow. That's pretty. Yeah. yeah. Like, he, he, like he slapped me very hard across the face and caught me off guard. Yeah, and I'm assuming he did or did not say his fetish was, and he not didn't, that that was right because anyway. Because it, it was one of the ones that walked up to me and said, hey, do you want to go in the back room? And, uh, okay. Like right. I didn't have a time to talk to him. He just that's what he wanted. So that's what I did. And I just got back there and I was like uh doing the lap dance and all of a sudden he was like, uh, yeah, are you enjoying that? And I was obviously gonna play along. So I was like, Yeah, sure, I'm enjoying this, but I said it more intimately. And then um he just like struck me. And so my automatic response was I grabbed him by the throat, which he enjoyed, but I didn't like that wasn't what I meant to do. Yeah, my mind was to right. stop him, and so then he grabbed me by the hair. Oh. Okay. And so then it just like came to this thing where I just like had to push him off me and be like, yeah, okay, we're done. Five minutes is up. And he's like, oh, that quickly. And I was like, yeah, like time flies by. Yeah. So he was very intoxicated, obviously, since he couldn't okay. tell yeah. that it was one minute. He should have but, been 86 immediately, but yeah. Mm-hmm. You have security though. It yes, no, 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 right it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't. That actually wasn't with Tim. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. This wouldn't happen on it wasn't on Tim's that watch. Was, that was a horror story from a different club. But let me listen again. To be fair to everybody, those it's part of the world. I mean, yes, it doesn't no matter. It you know, when you get you get 100, 200 drunk people, you're gonna have people that act unruly. And Tim's that. customers, like anyone who shows up to these parties that Tim are involved in, have always been respectful to me. And like, if I say no, they're turned off, which is nice. Right. So they just they're like, wow. It's mostly it's mostly a good group of guys. I mean, mm-hmm. you have to understand it. it's an expensive habit to have, right? It is. So you know, so my yeah. clientele they they tend to be over 30, educated, mm-hmm. you know, and working. Where, you know, if they could come there and spend two, three, four, five hundred dollars, you know, they're educated people and they, mm-hmm. they just want to get off and have a good time. So. Yeah, right. it's when you go to the clubs, they're like, they just got drunk at a bar and they have $20 in their pocket. You, yeah, have, to, you have to be more right. careful and more... And you get that. But that. again, you know, there, there, there's something for everyone. There are events for everyone. Some people, some people like that. And, you know, the, the dancers that I won't hire may go work for those parties and it's it's just... Right, you know, it's very self-regulating. The entire business right. is self-regulating. Right, right. Yeah, you were um, talking briefly about like when someone comes back there. There's it's it pretty much when you go back for a song, right? Mm-hmm. That's the length of a song is considered the lap because um, the sign says five minutes. So I usually oh, what minutes, I do okay. is I I do a song and then I go a little bit into the next song. Oh, that's but that's cool. just like my own like I code. Like, like he's like that most ideal dancer. This is ever. great. He's making me look like a champion. No, I, and yeah. I say this because I've gone back and I think they'll in, they'll they'll do it like this. You could go halfway in a song, and I've seen dancers walk out when the song ends. It's like you were in there for like a minute. Yeah, 30. I mean, I'm like, but yeah. see, what I don't, what I think they don't realize for us savvy clients or customers is that 
you know, I would gladly probably do two, three, four songs if I didn't feel like I was being, you know, chipped too shortly. So yeah. they're actually losing money, is my theory, if they would just do the song. Right. And well, that's I, why I, I like to build the emotional relationship so I can talk to the customer, understand them more, and just like, that way when I go in there, it's not like I just want to end it as soon as possible. Like, right. I'm enjoying it myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right, though. I mean, that, that's the point. But a lot of these guys, they're short-sighted. And I always say, all the stereotypes about strippers are true. You know, and there's a whole bunch more you've never heard about. <laughs> there, I'm sure. This, I'm is, this is speaking as a guy who danced, and then, you know, now they yeah. got the yeah. ones, and I've, you know, I've probably had close to a thousand guys work for me in the last, you know, nine or 10 wow. years. So, yeah. you know, the guys, the guys that have longevity and stick around, they're the ones that, that understand what Ethan's talking about, is that, right. No, you want you want to you want to develop a relationship, you know, with your yeah. customers and clients, and yeah. you may not love all of them. Some of them could be, you know, a little obnoxious sometimes. But at the end right. of the day, if you're just it's, honesty yeah. is always the best policy. Yeah. If you're honest right. and you give someone a good experience, they're going to come back. Exactly. I mean, you can hustle somebody, but they're never going to dance with you again. Right. right. So what's the point? You're, right. so, you're like Heidi Klum. I mean, she went from model yeah. to like you said empire, and and you're carrying your legacy on. Like just then you said Heidi Klum, I'm, not Heidi Fleiss. No, no, no. Yeah, I could have gone yeah. there. Yeah, good point. We could have. I think uh, Ethan doesn't know who Heidi Fleiss is. I know. No, I don't. It's no. scary, right? <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. Tim's right, though. Honesty is honestly like a big part of the world that we both live in. Um. It just it takes out so much drama if you're just honest. It really because then you just you deal with this like mm-hmm. digging a lie. But if you're honest, then you find the customers you don't want to deal with, mm-hmm. and you find the customers you do, and you create this like you actually create a positive work environment where uh-huh. like like there's a stereotype of like the like the low grade stripper. But like I don't feel like I'm that because I feel like I have this positive like I enjoy being a stripper. I think it's fun. And like I enjoy myself because I don't beat around the bush. I have my customers who I also like back, right? Like mm-hmm. as people. So and you guys look forward to seeing each other. And exactly. I call it owning it. Like when you, yeah. the more honest you are, when you just own who you are, it's like and, and that and that works in multiple multiple ways mm-hmm. in your life. It does. Just be honest. It does. We're going to take a quick break and resume our conversation with the Adonis Lounge. But be sure and join us tomorrow night at Rebar if you are in New York City for our live broadcast of Talk About Gay Sex. Or join us on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Talk About Gay Sex at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Don't forget to tweet, post, ask us all your questions, comments, or shout outs with the hashtag tags podcast, and we will be sure to get to you. Hey, Steve, I heard rumors that you're about top lately. Is that true? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks to Rev, I am a top now. You know, because I'm getting all these young kids, guys right now, that they want, yeah. other kids, yeah. They're they want me kids, to yeah. top them, and it's not that I can't, but the pressure around it, and that's well, why. Well, you've I, been a bottom most of your life, so it's like, yeah, yeah, the pressure, pressure, if you're more bottom, the pressure of being a top is even more difficult. So Rev so. has revformen.com, which at the core, they're, they're giving you a Trimix, right. um, is really helping me out because it's taking that pressure out of it. But it's beyond that. It's like my conversations with Craig, the doctor at Rev, who mm-hmm. has really understood me being a bottom, I was going to say former bottom, a bottom, and 
the pressure to, to perform. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah. now he understood that and has really talked me through it and giving me all yeah. the tools, literally the tools I need. For and, your tool. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I can't say enough about the follow-up because... Oh, the follow-up is fantastic. I mean, what, what, I, what I love with them is that they really evaluate, first of all, what, what should your initial, initial dosage be? And then they talk to you. They, they text you. How was that? Was that good enough? Do you need more? Do you want harder? Do you want longer? Are you administering you know, it correctly? Are you administering it correctly? And, and they'll do a and, FaceTime with you. They're yeah. really more... They want you to have what they also enjoy as well. They're right. gay men that get it. And yes. that's what's so cool about Rev. I can't say enough. We cannot say enough about them. Can't go, say enough go. about them. It's it's you know it, it beats Viagra. It beats all the other pills. So where should they go? They should go to RevForMen.com immediately. Check it out. So so Ethan, you were talking earlier um, that you're in college and all of your friends in college know what you do for a living. Yes. And you said they they ask a lot of questions. Yeah. So what's what's that like? I mean, I mean, obviously being out with who you are and what you do in a college environment is is uh, is I think it's very important. forward. But yeah, um, college is a time where you find that a lot of people find themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to say that I found myself bef- a little before college, mm-hmm. which was nice for me. <clears throat> so when I went to college, like you saw the the other kids like crying about not being home or missing their fa- family and stuff like that and I was like I'm ready for this yeah I'm ahead of the game yeah <laughs> so um, no when I went uh, there's so many questions they have to ask well they don't have to they want to ask right um, they find it very interesting of what I do because they want to know if all the stereotypes are true mm-hmm. do I do a ton of drugs am I an alcoholic like Am I only in it for the money? Am I gay? Am I straight? Mm-hmm. Those kind of things. Um, it's actually, I like to set an example. So okay. um, that's very good. Well, yeah, that's very good. So that's um, very. I think that's it's very bright of you to do. I think it's important that people know like what it means to be gay, and like uh, one of the biggest yeah. questions is like. Uh, like uh, with more conservative people is uh, why are you gay? And my answer is always um, why would I choose to be ridiculed and criticized all the time? Mm -hmm. If I could turn it around, I would. But here I am. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. So like I've actually um, I've turned a lot like I'm proud of myself for turning a lot of people who are were against it into neutral about it and also turning people who are neutral about it or against it into actual gay, like they realized they were gay themselves. So it's just a lot of like talking and like, Mm -hmm. just like, um, and by example, and by example, and also I take a lot of harsh criticism. So instead of like, when someone says the word faggot or gay or like some, some mean term, instead of like attacking them, I'm actually like, I just take it and I'm like, Wow, you noticed I'm gay. Like, yeah, and they don't. Then what? And they don't know what to do. So then we have a conversation. And they realize like I'm a person too. Mm-hmm. Right. So See, it's, it's actually a conversation. It's all about conversation. Yeah, it's actually a positive. Yeah. Uh, me being a stripper is actually very positive on campus. I feel like uh, I've helped a lot of people like enjoy life, and also um, a lot of my teachers know as well. Yeah. Cool. They think it's really cool. 
uh, a couple of them want to come see like if I ever do a pole dancing show again they want to come see a pole dancing show so <laughs> Tim got that yeah yeah no, that's I'm, great I'm just, no, I mean, dance ready. I'm just taking <laughs> you're so I'm, I'm, I'm impressed I'm impressed I just, I just think that's saying. so great because yeah. I mean really leading by example I mean Harvey Milk was the one who said everyone should come out of the closet you know now because the people will you know people will realize oh my god I know a lot of gay people yeah. Yeah. you know so, but the fact that you're doing as, you know, you're being an example and you're being so positive it's about it, of, it's very, one that's, thing I found that's is great. You just can't be offended by everything. You can't, you can't, right. yeah. you can't be so defensive. Like, of course they're going to say faggot. They don't understand. Right. Or they're like, of course they're going to be a tacky. They don't understand. You just have to be like, you, you just have to take that in and then talk with them. As, uh, one thing my mom taught me that was really important was that uh, something that always cuts down your enemies is by smiling and saying okay? Oh, that's true. That's a good and one. So I like by that. just doing that, they be, their def- like their attack is gone. They don't know yeah. what to do with themselves, so they like, actually engage in like, conversation. Yeah, I think so. we're all looking at a future stripper turned turn politician right here. Yeah, right? Um, so he's that's saying, not true. <laughs> when, when when right know, he's, he's way yeah. too honest to be a politician. Well, uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming there's, um, you know. You're gay, but mm-hmm. other dancers, um, there's straight ones in the mix too, mm-hmm. correct? I'd, I'd say the majority of dancers would identify as straight. Okay. But again, that, that starts a whole nother conversation. Yes. Yeah, well, let's what, briefly talk a little sure. bit about that. And um, how, I mean, obviously, Ethan, you work with them on yeah. any given night. And did you ever notice that, um, the difference that you're working with a, a straight dancer? Or do you notice that maybe clients pick up on their on that they're straight or does it matter anymore i don't know i don't think clients so much pick up on the straight um there's clients who so usually clients don't know but there are clients who like gay strippers and there are clients who want straight strippers Mm -hmm. okay Um, i found that clients want straight strippers because they like the fact that they're like Dominating this guy right. into doing something he's against. They're crossing. Or... They're crossing the border. They're yeah. hopping the fence. So and then space. some like gay because you know? they feel like they can relate more. Right. right. Um. He's going to need to write a book. I think. Yeah. At yeah. first, we'll, we'll, we'll publish it. <laughs> at first, I thought I could tell the difference, but it's become a little um, blurred. Yeah. But mostly, it's by their uh, mannerisms. And the way they carry themselves. It's Fifty Shades of Gay, as we like to call it. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. There's also some, obviously, that are in the, in between. The, the five there, there, or the ones that... The ones and I tend between. to go for those. Like, sure. There are the, like you were talking about, the hyper, hyper masculinized, probably uber yeah. straight, but they're... Tim would probably it. be able to tell you like if you could tell a straight or a gay apart, but I personally, I don't know if you agree, Tim, but the aggressive ones are usually... The ones that just grab you by the hand, I find, are usually straight. Do you agree with that statement? I think, yeah, I think I think that could be. I think that's that's fair. But I mean, I don't think that's not. It's not a hundred percent accurate. No, no, no. Yeah. Because like at, at first, I was like, people out there, you listening. can tell the gay <laughs> yeah. one, or you can tell the straight ones because they have their phone in their underwear or in their sock, and they're aggressive, <laughs> and they don't have much conversation. And at first, I oh, thought that was true. I, I know a lot I of gay people. Here's, like this, you know, so. here's um, and again, not Dance at your sure. your establishment, but there's a Monday night spot that. A, Occasion I'll go to. Oh, I worked there. Okay. I worked there once upon a time. We're not gonna I know where this is going. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and what I, what I, here's how you can tell in this particular establishment when one of the dancers is straight is if one girl and she could look like whatever she's just female of the female persuasion. Okay, that's a giveaway. That's a giveaway. And 
dancers are huddled around, their heads just make a, an about face to her. And it, she oh, could God, look like yes. anything, but it's just female walked in yeah. room. And, and we'll be, my friend and I will be standing there like, seriously? And then they all immediately make their way over to her or the group of girls <laughs> that have walked in. And I, I, I mean... Really? Well, that's some. That's I mean, some. You have that's every other day of the obvious. week. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. throw a wrench. I'm gonna throw a wrench in that theory. Okay, go ahead. I think. I think a lot of times those guys end up being the gayest ones. You think? Really? Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. they're so overtly. The, yes. A lot of times they're they're kind of in the closet, so they have to they have to show they have to show oh, there's a girl here. I'm, I've got to ch- yeah. chase that pussy. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's interesting. But, you know, I, I think I, also I, I've um, seen the same thing like in Thailand where there are hustler bars. Sure. Where you actually go home with them, yeah. and a woman walks in, and the straight men flock to her, and the gay men flock to anybody else because they don't want to have to yeah. go home with a woman. Yeah, yeah, and it's really funny. It's really funny to watch. There's, there's really, there's really, there's really, you know, these questions are all polarizing. Yes, like you, you could really look at it from different angles, and there's really so many different ways. Yeah, to, well, I'm pretty sure they want. Well, you're right. I'm, you're, maybe you are right. But you get that a lot of times. Well, and yeah. here's where I, you. you I mean, you have to right. think if you're if you're if you're a straight guy, right? You know, you're you're in a gay club in your underwear grinding on gay men, right? Yeah. So all of a sudden, a woman walks in, and you want to try to prove to the other guys there that that you're you're straight. You really are straight. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. but usually because those are guys that they're just not confident. They're not they're and, not secure in themselves. Well, it's right, your right, point. Right. Yeah. Like they're only there a few hours, so it's like really you can't yeah, it's see, just, meet up with a girl. It's ridiculous. At any other time it's in the ridiculous. week or any evening, other time. Yeah. But also, you have to. This the one chick that walked in. So maybe you're right. Yeah. The, the smart guys. The smart guys go the other way because they know. Like it's you know customers well, don't want to see that. And, it is called work. Yeah. And, and women aren't going to give you money anyway. Yeah. So what's what's the end game, right? You go right. there, you made no money. And you're probably still not going to get laid anyway. So exactly. What's the point? Yeah. There are straight guys that actually walk away from the women because they smart know ones. that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly how he the said. Ones. The ones that are out to make uh, that are hustling better because they just know. But um, you actually find a lot of gay guys. Well, that I work with at least will flock to the women. And it's um, usually during the time when they start to share to like, like hair trade. No, hair it's when they start to. It's when they dance. It's actually when they dance. So I'm gonna, it's sort of blow up Ethan's spot here. I, I've, I've seen you requested by women by bachelor parties for lap dances on more than one occasion. What do you mean? Where you gave lap dances to women, where they came in and, and you know out of 30, 40 guys and all these rough and tough masculine yeah. straight guys. They wanted Ethan for a lap dance, like where the girls. Yeah. Yes, like, that, oh, was, that, that, was a, that, that was that guy. When she said that, I was like, yeah. "Are you sure? No, there's, there's, you <laughs> are you me? sure? Yeah. She <laughs> requested me. Did you mean me? Yeah, <laughs> she would, was into you. Of course, I, mean, I thought that was cool. And then also, like, I think yeah. women are different than men, though, in a lot of ways. And yeah. the thing like, is, they, is they just like a, a hot guy. A hot guy. Yeah, you know, articulate. You can actually have a conversation. Right. They like to dance with the gay men as well. The gay men will go. And he's got eyelashes like Bambi. The gay men will go and. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's when you see. A, I've seen a lot of gay men actually flo- flock to the women because they like say a Beyonce song comes on. Okay, right. And they all just start like dancing together, and they'll hype up the gay guy, and the gay guy will hype them up, and they all start like attempting to twerk. And yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those, uh, those lines get blurred twerk. a lot. Yeah, you'll get you'll get a guy who's gay identifies as gay has never been with a woman before, but maybe he gets a lap dance with a girl, and before you know it, they're making out. And I always like to pick the, their brain. So I'll ask them. I was like, you know, were you guys making out? That's like, great. yeah, I actually really enjoyed it. It was fun. She's like, I don't want to fuck cool. her, but it was cool to make out. 
Yeah, I mean, women so, don't bother me at all. So, oh, she was hot. So it's interesting, just in that in that sexually charged environment. Yes, you know, it, it's not it's not reflective of real life. You know, well, no, no, no. The, the lines are there. much more yes. fluid these sure. days, which I I find refreshing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I do too. That and, line is blurred, and I would like to see it go away completely. Yeah, and I think it's pretty cool. I think it's cool. I actually, that, I, I identify as gay, but girl. sure, I've not? I've actually had sex with a woman. Ew. Yeah, oh, right. <laughs> what do you call that? Oh, and, uh, what do you that? He's no longer a gold star. Gay. I'm no longer a gold star. He's gay. not a gold star. I didn't gay. even know what that was, but I didn't yeah. find that out until uh, I went to a bar and said the fact that I had sex with a woman, and I thought the whole bar had stopped moving. <laughs> yeah, everyone like, stops and turns and goes. <gasps> yeah, yeah, and like all the, like the one, the three drag queens were in the bar was like, he's not a gold star. <laughs> What's a gold star? A gold star is a gay man who has never had sex with a woman ever. I just learned so something get, new. I you get a gold that. star. So, okay. yeah. A platinum star is a gay man who has never had sex with a woman and was born cesarean section. So he's never touched uh-huh. a vagina uh-huh. ever. Oh, <laughs> Shoot, I was cesarean, but uh, I had sex. Well, yeah, so yeah. we sure lost Ethan, both your stars. You must get hit on by women all the time. I'd imagine school... You know, I would, I would take him out as my wingman if I was um, trying to pick up girls. Yes. Oh, he'd be. Oh, are you kidding? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I get hit on by women, but it's women that actually know I'm gay. And I think that that's also a fetish. I've got some girlfriends oh, that's, where that's, that's, that's kind a of a fantasy where they want yeah. to be the one to kind of turn it yeah, out. Yeah, because or, yeah. I oh. I make it. I think I'm pretty obvious as a gay, even if I'm like walking. Just because of the, just like usually my style is very gay, and also uh. I was a dancer in high school, like a competitive dancer. So when I walk, I can't help but dance to whatever the I'm listening to. Right okay. the, the, yeah. that's What's the point on a Beyonce kind of What kind of dancing? Um, I did hip hop and jazz and contemporary. Oh, okay. I love all that. Cool. Okay, so you don't walk all turned out like a ballad. No, yeah, right. <laughs> Mine's actually, uh, when I walk, it's more of the hip hop season. more of a swing, yeah. <laughs> the jazz. Do the jazz hands come out? Because that could be. Once in a while. Okay. That could while. Those girls must have loved you. You were the only guy, right? Dancing with a bunch of different girls. I actually, they were probably all trying to throw themselves at him. They had a drag show. And usually you'll get... In like, high school? No, no, no. no. Oh, yeah, I know. I was wow. going to say. Yeah. There was, this, there was a drag show at college. And they have it at this uh, cafe. And uh, there's usually like, I'd say at most 40 people who show up. Um, they asked me to come and pole dance for that and so they had over 140 people show up for the the night that I was supposed to pull so dance. 100 wow. more than they usually get <laughs> all women all women I thought it was hilarious that's funny but no it was really cool they actually had to stop letting people in because they, they couldn't fit any more people in and still that's let funny. me dance alright so that's you get them on that funny. pole I'm telling you him. that's going to be your Ethan's that's a man. performance Ethan, Ethan gets so the man that, and the that bitches that was actually a really cool night but it was there was no men it was mostly women Wow. And they tipped, which was great. That's great. Well, I mean, to a woman, a gay man is no threat. You know, there's no... Oh, that's true. So too, yeah. yeah. You know, but then, I mean, I, I, I can remember going to Fire Island and taking, you know, straight women friends out there. Oh, no, it's no problem. It's no problem. I don't, you know, it's it's great. I don't have to worry about anybody hitting on me. Mm-hmm. Well, by Saturday afternoon, they're like, why is nobody looking at me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because you're on yeah. the gay island. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's looking at me and I'm wearing a very small bikini. It's like, yes. My so sister's like, always the one, though, that she ends up meeting that one straight guy who's like, actually your, your sister's cute. another story. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and we love her. Yeah, we love her. So, but I had the opportunity, Tim, to hang out at Adonis. I guess it was like 
six weeks ago. Okay. And I was standing next to you and I took some notes because I found it so fascinating. Oh God. On, oh, and oh, the conversations. The things, yeah. Yeah. Just oh. some of the, I'll read you just, a, I mean, just some of my notes. There was, <laughs> takes notes. This is going to be fun. No, um, well, there was one like uh, when you were talking to the DJ and you, you said someone make sure it was something to do with the DJ. Like, don't you announce yeah, we announced the guys on stage. Who's next? Who's next? And yeah. it was like, yeah. yeah so. they'll, they'll try to pretend like they don't hear their names and then have to go threaten them to get them on stage. Right. And to what you said, Ethan, he is so calm, but he's like the man of the hour, several hours of the night because he's millions of different people were coming up to you. The DJ's asking this. Somebody was asking, somebody lost their phone. A dancer lost their phone. You're like, yeah, that's normal business. Yeah. Another dancer was coming up and said, Hey Tim, do you mind if I bring this chicken for a dance? You're like, yeah, go ahead. Then somebody was like, I mean, it was like over here, over there, two. It's controlled chaos. It was There's a lot. I think yeah. you know, and I was like, wow. The for heat. most people, it would probably be overwhelming, but I've, you know, I've been doing it for so long. It's just kind of, you know, just you there. Just, just, my favorite, my yeah. favorite was a guy who came up to you and said, um, "So, what do you think of her?" And I was like, trying to like, he's what? You're like, yeah, dude, it's okay. I'm just not. Um, be nice to her, but like I guess somebody was trying to fix you up with somebody, and oh. you're gently trying to say, yeah, you know, being it's just it's okay. I'm not I'm not I'm kind of like freewheeling or single right now. I don't know what you were saying, but you were gently trying to put him off, and I was like, wow, you're getting even those. Like. She was probably busted. I probably wasn't into it. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably, probably yeah. trying to but be you nice. Said it in the the, the nicest way the ever. Nicest way yeah, to tell the her. nicest way ever. But just it was tell her no. Yeah, <laughs> kill, him, kill him with kindness, right? I was like, wow, like it is. There's 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 many moving parts. Dancers, maybe yeah. a dancer weren't showing up, which I'm sure you get your fish. Yeah, guys, guys are flakes. showing up. They're calling. They can't find. They can't find the bar. They're, I had a kid walk into the wrong bar. He walked into a straight bar. Like anything, oh anything you could imagine. Did he start stripping? Like yeah, yeah. anything you could imagine. They, they just. I'm yeah. sure any night. Any My favorite is when the customers show up and they start stripping. Oh, yeah. does that happen? Yeah, every Once now and again. Because yeah. you kind of. By the way, um, you send great emails that are very thorough and, oh, thank and you. so you get them and if anyone's will put that up but um, you're pretty specific about like particularly the I'm naked glad, parties like yeah. only the dancers will be naked you will you kind of instruct people the one one thing I've learned with dealing with the public at large is that people are really fucking stupid like unfortunately yeah, right. well, people yeah. are really fucking stupid and <laughs> even when there's no nice way in, to say it yeah. yeah I mean people just ask the most ridiculous questions but mm -hmm. again no I just <laughs> answer them respectfully and kindly over and over again, but people just ask the wildest shit sometimes. I it's bet. Just, it's illogical, but I mean, you can't, you really can't do anything. No, is your brother on the West Coast as calm as you are? He's nicer than I am. He's I always nicer. tell people he's nicer than I am. He really? Is. You're yeah. pretty nice. He's, he's nicer because New Why? York, New York, you have to be a little bit tougher. True. The West Coast, you know, it's more laid back. The guys are different. It's just, it's a different, it's a different grind here. Yeah. You, you have to be able to be tough in New York. Yeah, yeah you have to. You have to. And, and especially in a, in, 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 a, in a highly sexually charged Without a doubt. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. You got to you have a sales You're dealing with these bar owners too. So it's like right. you want to keep your running gear. Yeah, there's a lot, you know, on the line. That's it. I've got, you know, it's like a marriage. Different place. You sure. have the relationship with the bar owner. Then yeah. you have the, the relationship with the customers, the dancers. So you have to keep everybody happy. Yeah, it's, it's, not, you know, it's not always easy. And when no. showtime comes on, it's showtime. Yeah, so, that's it. Yeah, you make it work. I, wow. I just do the it. Show time. must go on. The show <laughs> must go on. Wow. Well, this show needs to wrap up because you guys have a show tonight. We do. Yeah. Too. But how can people find you? And what's tell what cities you're in? 
Um, so we're in we're in New York City. We operate seven nights per week at Fairy Tale Lounge. That's on uh, 500 West 48th Street. And then I also do a Wednesday party at Atlas Social Club. Right. And then I do two of the private events. So the the best way to get all the information for these parties is to be on my email list. I've got a private email list, and that kind of gives you the inside scoop of all the events and all the different porn stars and all the special stuff going on. That's too. right, because you always have different... Yeah, uh, so if you if you go on the website, if you just Google Adonis Lounge, my website will pop right up, and there's there's a sign-up to where you could just um, insert your email, and then I get your email, and then you're on yeah, the list. Yeah, you're really good at like updating that. Um, yeah. i got to do that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not absolutely. on the list. i got to Yeah, you got to be on the list. That's where all the good stuff happens. Good, okay. Mm-hmm. Ethan, and you dance so people can find you. Um, what nights? Uh, every week, or...? Um, I dance almost every weekend. There are weekends that I just take off uh, for like school or like if I haven't seen my mother in so many months mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like, yeah. But um, yeah, it's on the weekends and it's usually I, I follow Tim. So it's like fairy tale or the uh, pop-up parties. Cool. Yeah, the nude parties. He's very popular with the nude parties. I bet. I bet. Easy I, Ethan. Easy on the eyes, remember? Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> He's blushing again. <laughs> We can obviously social media at the Adonis Lounge. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I mean, it's, awesome. it's, it's all out there. There's a YouTube channel. There's cool videos out there of uh, all kinds, of, all kinds cool. of cool stuff. Nice, nice. All right. Well, thank you so much, Tim. For yeah, this bringing... has been fun. Yeah, thanks, yeah. guys. This has really been great. And Ethan, thank like, you. You picked yeah, like Ethan. the primo dancer. No, he made he made ever. me look really good. He yeah. Made... I have want... to give it this well, claim. Honestly, he really like, did. Yeah. He made you look yeah. really good. Tim is a very respectful person to work for, so it's not very hard. He's That's, actually a very, tell. very nice guy. I That's good. Tell. Yes, absolutely. Well, thanks, guys. Thank um, you, check them out. The Adonis Lounge. And. Thank you, Carpenter, as Thank always. Thank you, of course. I mean, this was it, it, this is always fun. Always fun, This yes. is always fun. So. Absolutely. We will see you next time. In the meantime, continue having hot day sex. Yes. And once again, join us tomorrow night for our live broadcast of Talk About Gay Sex at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Go to facebook.com forward slash talkaboutgaysex where you can post, ask questions, comments, shout outs. You can also tweet us at talkaboutgaysex or on our Instagram at talkaboutgaysex and we will be sure to get to you hashtag tags podcast to get further up the list. It's tomorrow night, 7.30 p.m. on our Facebook page, Eastern Standard Time, facebook.com forward slash talkaboutgaysex. And if you are in New York City, Join us for the live broadcast at Rebar, 225 West 19th Street between 7th and 8th Avenue. Come for us, come for the cocktails, sponsored by Hedadura and Jack Daniels. See you then.